What's up, y'all? It's your host, Jamie Messina. It is June, it is Pride Month, and we've been coming at you with some coming out stories. Today we have another one for you with Eliza Hill, but first, if you haven't hit subscribe yet, please go ahead and do that, and if you find value in today's episode or any of the episodes that you hear, please consider going over and leaving a five-star review so I can reach my goal of rippling out to at least a million people. You never know who needs to hear an episode, and when you do that, it helps it get in front of more ears, eyes, all the things. So we're just getting to it. Um, This is probably one of the last coming out stories we have for this month. I hope that you had an amazing Pride Month, that you had a safe Pride Month, that you celebrated who you are, what we are, what we're doing, and that you enjoy today's episode. Let's get to it with Eliza Hill. What's up, everybody? I have with me Eliza Hill here. It's coming to the end of Pride Month, and we've had a couple stories thus far, not as many as I'd like. So I'm super grateful to have you on today to kind of share your coming out story, but First of all, welcome. And would you like to share and just tell everybody like a little bit about who you are and what you do? Who I am, what I do. Hi, thank you so much. Um, I am Eliza Hill, as Jamie just said. I'm super honored, honored, honored to be in this space. So thank you so much for creating it and allowing me to be fearless in in that moment when we chatted. So um, I am an energetics life coach, uh, bring practical application to mindset and um, confidence building for all humans, all ages. I work a lot with like families and teens. I also work with, you know, like I said, anybody that's kind of, maybe I'm two steps in front of. So kind of that idea. I'm also an intuitive, um, which has been really, really interesting and beautiful and amazing and curious to me to kind of discover and and build and understand and grow. Um, so that's a little bit about who I am as far as professionally and personally, I'm, I'm she, her, my pronouns are she, her. I am married almost a year to a beautiful woman as well. And we can talk about that in a minute. And um, yeah, just figuring out life magic in the middle. So yeah. Tell me more about this intuitive, you know, when people say that, I'm like, what does this mean exactly? I mean, I know what you're thinking. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> not at all. Um, It's interesting because I think that like we all have, a piece of that within us. It's a matter of like, whether you believe and you build that muscle, right? I think that, um, you know, it's that I thought of that person and then I saw him within 24 hours, or I thought of something that song and then it played or whatever that kind of little hit is. Um, and I ended up, um, kind of shout out to Magdalena from my metaphysical maven, connecting with her and working with her and mentor. She mentored me, um, and kind of a building of that and understanding and pushing me within it. And, um, so I do, I love to create this space. And one of my offerings is like bring one or two or three things you want clarity on and kind of connect with my guides and whoever I'm working with guides and source. And then we kind of work through it and see what comes through and chat about it. It's mm. really cool. I yeah. love that. You'll have to give me that person's name after because that's actually, I know that I have that as well. I just haven't really worked on it. And I've been looking for, you know, somebody to kind of work on it with me. So yeah. I would love to. Yeah, yeah and for actually, sure. I too. And for anyone who's looking, I'll put that in the show notes as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, so today, uh, you know, we're talking about coming out stories just to celebrate Pride Month. And I know a lot of my listeners are either newly out or not there yet. And so, you know, I just there's a wide range of stories and how we come out and what that looks like for people. And I just really wanted 
everyone to have a bunch of different perspectives. So, you know, today I would love to hear a little bit about you and your story. Uh, and if you want, we could just jump right into it. You're, you're yeah. good. I'm just one of those. Let's just go for it. You know, I am. I'm like the raw unedited version. It's just going to come up what it's going to come up and mm-hmm. um, it's going to be perfect. So I agree. Um, it's interesting because I was listening to to your coming out story um, from a couple weeks ago and and um, or maybe it was just last week, actually. And I think I also very much knew um, from like seven or eight, you know, that I was um, inclined. Like I was gay. I, I don't I, I think I even probably knew what it meant without knowing what it meant um, as far as like understanding that I wasn't. I mean, obviously, you're not really like attracted to people at that age at the same time looking back and in hindsight for absolute sure, like around seven or eight, um, grew up very sheltered Christian, um, like PCA background, um, have two older brothers, mom and dad, like stable ham, you know, family. Um, and which I was very, very lucky to have, you know? And then I think that within, you know, that shelteredness, the expectation is that you grow up and you get married and to a guy and, you know, have babies and, do the thing. Right. And so, and I did, I did the thing. So I did dabble, um, in, you know, hanging out with girls in that way in college a little bit. Um, but never really thought of it as my life, you know, it was always just what I wished it would be as opposed to what I thought, you know, what, what was my reality? Um, and the guy that I ended up marrying, um, we did have a kid. Um, we had, um, trying to even think like, I guess it was in 2005. Oh my gosh. It was in 1995, I guess we started hanging out 1995, 1996. And I just graduated from college and um, so I'm aging myself a little bit. Um, I, say, and, girl, I don't even know because what you don't look. <laughs> yeah. I'm 47. I'm 47. So yeah, I'm, I'm up there. You just turned 40, right? 41. 41. Okay. Okay. I remember you talking about that. Cause someone thought you were 25 or something in some like story <laughs> at some point. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I'm always like, I'm okay. I'm okay with aging and I'm okay with like, you know, seeming a little younger, you know, it's kind of funny age. It's such an odd thing. Um, but yeah, so we got married. Um, and I do think that very much he, we, I remember we had kind of a belated, um, honeymoon. And we were walking around in, in, we were kind of doing the backpacking thing, hostel thing through um, Europe. And we were in Italy and eating gelato. And I remember saying, he's like, so like, you're kind of both. And I remember having that conversation. And I was like, well, yeah, I guess I'm kind of both, you know, and, but like, I'm here, I'm, I'm here now, I'm with you, here it is, you know, kind of thing. And, um, and we were married. Well, okay, let's see, let me go back for a minute. So it wasn't a healthy relationship, um, for more reasons than sexuality. Um, it was, and when I'm kind of going to jump around a little bit, cause that's obviously the way my brain works a little bit. <laughs> um, so we, um, we were married for about 14 years when we got divorced. Um, we were separated for four to five of those years. Um, and to, we had a kid in 2001 and, we were, we were traveling around because of his schooling and his training. Um, and we ended up coming to Salt Lake city for his residency. He was a, he, he's a doctor. And, um, so we came back to Salt or we came to Salt Lake city. And I remember this moment when we were, 
living and my kid was maybe four, I guess, maybe five. And he had accepted an internship up in upstate New York and kind of going back to my parents. Um, I think that they always knew because it's interesting because about a year ago, I was going through a whole bunch of stuff from college and cleaning out, making space because my wife was about to move in and found all this stuff with like Christianity and homosexuality. And like, I have no recollection of them sending that to me or <laughs> reading it. I don't think I've ever read it. I don't know. And so obviously they were picking up on something and then, you know, whether I was putting out that energy. I'm, I'm sure I was at some point in some way or another. Um, I do. Um, but I remember telling my mom, which is interesting enough, um, we were about to move and I was like, oh, am, am I allowed to curse? Yeah. To curse? Okay. yeah I was like, holy shit. I was like, thank God we're moving. Cause like, if I was going to stay in Salt Lake city, interestingly enough, cause I know it gets kind of a wrap of being a certain Utah. Um, I would totally be coming out. Like, I'm like, thank God we're moving. I don't know why there was just like energy with like some people. And I, and we never like, you know, actually I just was like feeling it in me, like, okay, I need to like figure this out. I need to look at this because I'm married, you know, I'm married and I'm committed and, and I have a kid and, you know, trying to be really clean about all of that. And um, so we moved upstate New York for a year and then we took a job and came back. <laughs> And so when we were moving back, I ended up coming out two months early and Jamie, I'm not joking. We ended up renting a house in what we kind of call into like the neighborhood, which mm -hmm. is, um, and I was like, of course we did. So came back and went to a back to school picnic and, um, and was just like, to be, we re-enrolled our kid where she was in school before. So I kind of knew a lot of people and was meeting new people and, ended up seeing this um, human and was just like, fuck. <laughs> so like, mm -hmm. like, so, so um, my kid's dad um, moved back and also, cause he took a job, it was in October and we had moved out in um, August and he moved back and, and it was very much like we were very um, sleeping in separate bedrooms already and like very much, um, and I don't, I mean, we have since in the past year reconciled after all this time. I mean, but it took all of that time for us. It was me and my getting married that really we were allowed to kind of energetically come back together. But um, we um, were, were very much like what we both kind of consider broken up. And it was, um, had become quite a toxic relationship. Um, it was not healthy. Um, it was abusive in some ways, um, which I think both of us can freely say. Um, and I think it's just because we're so deeply unhappy um, as right. human beings in all of the ways. Um, and so really it wasn't about sexuality for me at all. Like when we separated, um, when we decided to, and I will say, um, interestingly enough, because of my Christian upbringing, um, I, it, it was curious to me that it was easier for me to let him and the world believe that it was because I was gay that I was leaving as opposed to what it actually was, um, which was, I guess, in hindsight, when I was kind of thinking about, you know, talking about it, um, it was easier for me to have people think in my circles, I'm going to hell, so to speak, as opposed to I'm leaving a relationship because it's unhealthy for my child. It's unhealthy for me. It's, you know, not, it's not a good environment for us to be in. And so, you know, um, I think that it just felt 
I don't know. Um, but I will say within that, it was so fucking freeing, like to finally be able to just be me. I mean, we kind of joke around with my kids. She used to do girls on the run. And for some reason there was this little tagline at one point that we've just all latched on is like free to be me. And I love, I think I was just finally, you know, able to, okay, you know, no, I didn't leave because I was gay, but now that we're already broken up or separated or divorced, I'm going to go ahead and pursue it this way, as opposed to I'm finally just actually being who I am um, in a way that I hadn't allowed myself to be. So, um, by the way, if you want to jump in at any time, feel free. Um, well, how, how old were you when you came out? <laughs> um, a fit, well, when I separated from him, I was 34. Okay. So... Um, I think that that would be my official coming out as far as like the world. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, some yeah. might consider that a late in life lesbian. That would be a, <laughs> do you identify as a lesbian? <laughs> Pardon? Do you identify as a lesbian? Um, I do. I, mean, I identify as gay. It's funny. We were just talking about this this weekend with some friends that we reconnected with. Um, my wife did an arts festival and we met these people. That was actually interesting enough, kind of a huge part of our story during this time. Um, they played in a rock band that we used to go to and now they've like settled down too. And, um, but we, uh, I, I, I identify as gay, but definitely as a lesbian. I mean, if I was going to be specific about it, so yeah, yeah. queer. So yeah. Yeah. I, I think I always just find it interesting, like terms that we connect with, you know, everybody's so different. Exactly. So, right. And I don't go ahead. No, you finish. No, please go ahead. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, I was moving just, when you came out, how did you do it? Did you just live your life or did you like, you know, I, you heard mine. I took a letter and I went to the mailbox and told my mom and dad, like, what did you do? So brave. We're so brave of you. I could just like feel your energy in that like moment when you were describing it also. And you're like, Oh shit. Like, and your friend, like stuffing it in for you and all the things. Um, I, um, it's interesting because I think that I felt very, solid in who I was. I felt very free. I felt very excited. Um, I remember kind of feeling um, the word that always come up to me was like weightless around it. Um, it. It just felt like, holy shit. Um, I like can hang out with the people I want to hang out with. I can do what I want, dress how I want, not worry about it. And I think that I almost, the rebellious side in me almost was like, yep, I'm right here. And like, this is me. And what are you going to say kind of thing? And not in like a, like a, come you know not in that energy but more of like just this is the line right now in the sand and if you like want to love me then love me for who I am right now you know as opposed to <clears throat> makes me like chicks right a little bit um as opposed to like trying to just be something that I absolutely was not you know in in all of the ways um I think I was serving on like the home and school board um at my kids school and you know I just on paper I was just you know this wife of a doctor and blah 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 and this all of these things these boxes that were checked but then people would kind of look up and I was not that if that makes sense um I do remember like doing the faux hawk and doing the shaving my head and all of the things that were like very outwardly you know expressive getting a tattoo and kind of doing the things that just felt like I just needed to to do those things for me, um, not for anyone else, but just because I hadn't been allowed to, um, if that makes sense. But I do think that there was um, a lot of moments where I, you know, 
because I had been raised the way I was, it was very fear-based. So I think there was a lot of like outward noise around, oh my gosh, is, you know, your ex-husband going to, or, you know, as we were going through a divorce, is he going to use this against you? And which to be honest with you, I, for all of the toxicity that was there, I never, ever thought he would use that against me. And nor did he in his like, you know, um, that was never a fear of mine. Although, you know, the voices around me were, watch out, don't get pictures taken with the people and don't like be holding hands and don't be, you know, all the things. And, you know, and I was told I was going to go to hell, you know, and I think that, you know, that um, from people I love, you know, that we've since worked through and, and, you know, they've apologized for saying that. And, you know, I think, but also it's a shitty thing to tell someone, you know, when they're just trying to figure shit out. So, um, you know, it's weird how I feel like I just ripped the bandaid off and I was like, which kind of brings me to even talking about faith and religion. I mean, that's part of what I do in some of my work is like this religious recovery um, is what I call it in the sense of, you know, you, you're, you're raised a certain way. And, and I think sometimes there's, um, depending on how you're raised, like there's sometimes beauty in the traditions or the connections and stuff that we have with that mm -hmm. part of our lives. I was actually a theology major, um, and with education. And so, you know, how do I fit in all of that with who I am now and do I, you know, and I think so very much it became about separating formal church man's view of whatever God source the universe, what they've taken and they've right. tweaked and put in through their own lens, you know, and, um, and then spewed out their versions of it. Um, I think that that's what I've left and what I'm, you know, then left with is, you know, love and justice and peace and wanting to accept and figure out, you know, I think that, I mean, created us or she, or, you know, however people identify and want to believe in whether it's whatever it is, you know? So I think that that's, that was kind of a long answer to your, um, here I can't even remember your questions. How, did, how, how did your parents take it? Like, did you did you oh, your letter. call okay. them up? Um, well, I think they both knew, you know, based upon what it now I now have from I don't even remember receiving in college. But um, so uh, I they had moved here. So my dad actually is almost been ten years. Died of complications due to Parkinson's. So they had moved here. Um around like 2009, 2010. And it was around the time that my kid's dad and I were kind of separating and figuring stuff out. They thought they were moving here to kind of help out and support us to like work through it. And it ended up being that like they, and I was able to kind of help with my dad and kind of that, you know, um, situation for the last several years and, um, or that process. Um, so I think that when I said they were, we were getting divorced, I was more worried about that, um, than being gay. Um, and they were completely supportive of the divorce. They were like, absolutely. Yes, we see it. This is not good. Let's, I mean, how can we support you? Um, the, the gay part, I, I think that there were, um, kind of like, I mean, I guess I should be audible. Um, like it was kind of some head nods and okay, you know, and, hmm. um, in the moment. And I mean, I just told him I'm gay, you know, and, um, like, this is kind of how I'm going to proceed forward. It was very, again, line in, line in the sand. You know, I didn't really know much about boundaries then like I do now, actually. Mm -hmm. So it was these weird, aggressive kind of, but also panicked 
boundaries that I would put up, which are no good for anyone. <laughs> um, but I, uh, and I think that if, if I'm honest, there were probably more tears behind doors than in front of me at that time mm. um, from them. I worry of like, well, how's this going to play out for her? And like, this isn't what we want for her. And this is hard. And I mean, you know, like, unfortunately, like a lot of parents I think have for their kids. Um, I was, uh, I think as my dad declined, he just wanted like my divorce to be finalized. He just wanted to know it was okay and safe before he passed away. Um, my mom, I think, um, you know, she's still alive and she still lives in town and, and I want to be really honoring the sense of, I, I, I want to be careful my words as far as words or spells and from what I believe, you know, and, and hold energy. And I think that how I would phrase it, um, is that I, I don't know that and not speaking for her, but my perception is, is that I would say that she is still, um, she loves me. I know she loves me. She doesn't, I, I would, I would, I would say that she doesn't agree with my lifestyle, my choices sometimes, if I could say that pretty bluntly. Um, uh, I think she, she came to our wedding. Um, we got married privately, just the two of us, but we had some people over for reception kind of thing. And, and, um, you know, but I think at the end of the day, you know, there's a difference in, in faith there and belief of what's right and what's wrong. And, and, um, and she loves my kid, you know, obviously he's almost 22, but he'll always be my kid. Um, and I think that, um, but I think it'll always be not, um, not fully accepted is what I would say is what I feel like for the choices I made at the same time of, um, I think just being able to, I've been always been very open with her about it. And I think probably two years ago, I put up a lot of boundaries, which was hard because that always is an adjustment period for everyone. Right. And then, um, at the same time, I think at the end of the day, I just was like, this is who I am. And if you want to be a part of our life, then we're right here at, at that point, as opposed to, um, you know, love that Benny. So cute. I love your cat. Like seeing all the other cat. <laughs> no, it's so cute. Um, and uh, yeah. So I mean, I'm kind of like dancing around. I, I don't know that I feel full acceptance, but I know that there's love there. Maybe I'll just leave it at that. If that makes sense. What would you say to somebody who is in that type of situation? They grew up Christian. Their family is, you know, against it. Maybe probably even more than your mom. Um, do you have any words of, of in, like encouragement for them on how they can navigate that situation? Um, I think that, I mean, and I, and I feel like kind of from things that what you said um, as well, I think at the end of the day, you have to like, okay, let me rephrase. I think at the end of the day, it is the healthiest just to be who we are and to embrace that. And, you know, whether it's um, it's interesting because just, chatting um with folks both professionally and just like personally you know i think that within deciding whether or not to come out you know um i mean i think we always know who we are right inside and if we're going to come out i think it's um this is what i'm doing you know and um 
it's interesting, I just heard these words um, from an EMDR therapist who's just has a really beautiful heart that I've um, gotten to know over the past several weeks. Um, uh, and it's very, and she always uses this language and I don't want to misquote, but it's, you know, I'm like, this is what I'm doing. And, you know, it's like, thank you. If, if, you know, you want to come along, you're more than welcome. And if not, then like, I, I don't need your opinion, you know, and being able to set up those boundaries for yourself at the beginning, I think would have been really helpful for me because I think that it, in some ways it was just like, I was trying to navigate who I was and I didn't need all the outside noise. That's always there. Right. The people telling you how you should live and what you should do. And on both sides, you know, of like come play and be out, you know, and gay pride forever. And then also, you know, the other side of being, you know, trying to balance like all of the opinions of how you should be living and how you should be raising your child. And is it safe and is it good and all the things. And so I think to just be able to internally, like come back to yourself of like, what, like what is right for you? I don't think anybody can tell another person what's right for them. You know, and if you choose to come out, if one person chooses to come out, amazing. And if your person chooses to like stay in a marriage and that's, you know, working for them or in a life that's not coming out um, and that's what they choose, then good, good on them if that's what their heart is telling them to do. And I, I feel always kind of like icky because I'm always like, oh, just like be yourself, like don't, you know, and at the same time, again, like we can't choose for each other. And, but I would say, you know, be brave, like be brave and bold in your choice however that looks and trust and like that you know what's best for yourself you're knowing and coming back to that and doing that work you know so that we can so that you can go to sleep at night so that you can raise your kids to live their truth and set that example of whatever that might be or you or you know you can support um other people kind of through your own story and through your own process and I think just I mean, coming, coming out for me was like inevitable, you know? So I think that just embracing that and being able to just be gay, just to be gay me, whatever it was the most beautiful gift I could have given to myself as far as just, I mean, I, I think it took a physical toll on me as well. It was just my skin was broken out. I just wasn't healthy. I gained a ton of weight, which neither is neither here nor there as far as gaining weight. But I mean, I was physically unhappy holding all of that in. And it was sort of like the moment that I was able to like shed some of like the facade of what I had allowed myself to build and just be honest with myself of this is who I am. And this is how I'm going to be. And not with like, fuck you. And like, I'm not going to care about it, but also just like, I'm right here and I would love to have you in my life if you want to be in my life. But this is kind of where, again, that could get them back to that line in the sand. It's like, here's where I am. Um, does that, does that make sense? I just hesitate to ask that question. But does that make sense? <laughs> you know, I, I read um, the four agreements a lot. Mm -hmm. read it a lot this year. I read it live on TikTok. And one of the things that stuck out to me, you know, I didn't grow up Christian per se, but I was Catholic mm -hmm. and, you know, all the things like Sunday school, first communion, 
uh, you know, confirmation and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know that I necessarily connected with or that they spoke often about gay stuff. Like when I, I don't remember that part. Um, what I do know is what stuck out to me in the four agreements was when they talk about sin and how real sin, like the definition of sin really is going against self. And so to me, I'm like, interesting. You know, people want to say I'm committing sin for being myself when really the definition of sin is going against self. And um, it just, to me, that made perfect sense. It's like, I am not the sinner here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who's to say, like, I, I honestly believe, and you know what, people might get upset with me for, if I met Jesus on the street, freaking however long ago, and I was gay, I think he would love me. And I think he would bring me in his little posse and we'd walk around and spit out the word, you know, like, (laughs) I I do believe that, you know, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, and I think that like, if you look at like who, you know, even speaking in a religious way, I mean, like, who did Jesus go and like sit with, you know, it wasn't, you know, a certain type of person. It was the people that needed him and the people that were on the outskirts and the othered people and that were, you know, all of that. Um, and so to sit there and say, also, we're not supposed to judge one another. I mean, just to throw that little bit of ness in. And, you know, it's, I think just, who are we to say one person is and one person isn't. And that could go on any, like any conversation, not just, I mean, I could go outside of LGBTQ. For sure. And if somebody's listening and hasn't read the four agreements yet, I especially um, if you are battling with religious beliefs and coming out like that book was really eye opening for me in so many ways. Like when we talk about mm-hmm. using the, the word and your word in the proper way, be impeccable with your word, meaning, right? like, hey, um, not only don't talk shit to yourself, don't talk shit on others and what you put exactly. out there and, you know, you have black magic and and with the word or white magic. And I don't know. So I highly recommend anyone who's struggling with that. It's a simple read. You could read it in one day. And I think it might really help you gain some perspective outside of the stuff that you've been fed your entire life. Absolutely. I would echo everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I, can I say one thing you talk about, like, what would you say someone coming out and you mentioned finding a group. And I will say that that was huge. Um, the person that I dated um, before my now wife, um, uh, who I can hear right out of the door, that's why, that's why I keep like motioning over there. Um, but I uh, introduced me to a group of people that were like stellar human beings. And it was kind of like this hub of happiness that I, we would get together all the time and, and just, and it was really very much of whoever you were, wherever you were coming like to the backyard idea, you know, and just all walks of life and, you know, whether you're out or not out or whether you're, you know, straight or gay or whatever it was. Um, yeah. That was huge. I'm um, finding that support because I think, um, and, and honestly, one of my good friends within that, who's still a friend um, today is was like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, it's not always easy, you know? And it wasn't always just like, come to the dark side kind of idea, you know, or to come to the rainbow side, I should say. But like, you know, I think it was, you know, they challenged you on it. Like, what are you doing? And why are you doing this? And, and like, are you okay? You know, and how can we support you? And being able to do that for everyone is like, as well, moving forward is huge. Absolutely. I mean, and when I was coming out, the group had to be physically there because the internet was kind of a thing. Actually, there was something called planetout.com. That's how I met my first girlfriend. (laughs) It was like Facebook for gays. And like, you didn't have, you know, only 
it was, I wish it still existed. I, I checked it. It's not, but um, now we have the power of the internet. We have things like club lilies on Facebook and different groups where you can find people, even if you are in a remote area in the middle of the country, like you can find support in different places, even when it's not physically around you. So finding a group definitely, or at least some people that understand what you're going through, where you can communicate and just kind of share that with others. That's super helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love what you're doing with that. And then you guys doing your retreats and getting together and just having yeah. like such a, we've, time. we've already got engagements in club lilies. We have, it's, we're coming up on a year in August, August 15th is the year anniversary and there's already several engagements and many more to come. Yeah. <laughs> so rad. It's like power, power of the internet, you know, and a thought and just connection. Because yeah. like, sometimes like, I think that that's true. Cause a lot of people are like, I just don't have people or how am I going to find someone and, you know, like, I just I feel like, you you know, I guess, figured out everything that's in your own community, you know, kind of thing. And it's, um, it's stepping outside of that too, is quite brave, you know, and meeting Absolutely. someone and connecting. And yeah, I mean, awesome. it, 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 I don't know if brave is the right word. I mean, I guess because of everything that's going on, right? And even then, like back then, it's scary to step outside of the norm. And I could not live in that prison in my mind for the rest of my life. So what choose your brave, I guess, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, right, right. And it's interesting that you say that I'm such a word person. So I always, I'm like, okay, so tell me anything about that. Cause um, usually I think it's words that like, I'm kind of probably working on internally that I tend to like use. And I think brave is kind of a word for me for this year. Yeah. And, you know, running that spectrum of like, you know, brave to put yourself out there or like to meet people or to be yourself. I mean, sometimes it's so loud around us again, you know, that it's like being able to just kind of speak our truth and however that looks for us, you know, and, and be ourselves. I mean, especially, you know, with everything going on with our community, I mean, it's, you know, speaking up for one another, however that looks, you know, is um huge right now as well. But. Sure. So we're almost out of time, but I do have a question for you. Okay. Uh, if there's somebody out there listening that is where you were when you knew, you know, you weren't coming out yet, but you knew what was up. What advice do you have for them? Any, any words of wisdom? Um, I would say um, a couple things. I would say, um, honestly, I think just speak your truth. I think just whether it's even to yourself, find someone you can kind of talk to about it if it's outside of yourself. Um, just trust in your knowing, um, be patient, you know, I think as well, um, be patient with yourself and gentle with yourself and whatever your coming out process is, whatever your timeline is, don't put yourself on a timeline. I mean, I met my wife in 2009 and we didn't really get together until 2020, you know, we were both with other people and it's a timing thing. And, you know, just being gentle with yourself when it's hard, because I mean, even just thinking about her, what was hard with everybody else is so easy because it's right, you know? And I think whether it's with a relationship, like how we've kind of come together and found each other because of waiting and not pushing it and not pressing it and not trying to be someone that we're not, um, it is really beautiful and solid and trustworthy. And so, you know, whether you're in a relationship or whether you're not in a relationship, I mean, you're always in a relationship with yourself, right? So even just being patient with your own timing, don't do it because someone else tells you to, or someone else is doing it, do it because it's your truth and it's in you and 
know it and you can't hold it in anymore, I guess. But at the same time, just really being like gentle with yourself and uh, but be bold, you know, I mean, be bold. Step into your truth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So but thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for coming on and sharing. Um, It's good. You know, I just, like I said, I want people to hear all different types of coming out stories and uh, I will share with them how to follow along with you in the description and in the show notes so they can either reach out or just follow along with what you're doing online. And um, I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate you. So thank you. And I'll send all that information over to you too. Cool. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.